Hold My Drink with Charlene and Ellie, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. An ice cold can of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar is so irresistibly tasty, it's worth protecting. I came up as a resident club DJ and had to acquire that knowledge and be able to work with all different genres of music. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a really like big benefit for me. Anyway, I always know who the Irish who are in the, the crowd because they're yeah. the loudest, the most up for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, of course. Um, yeah, just, I think we're just a different breed of people, are we? Biggest ick, um, curtains. What? What do you mean? Yeah. What curtains? I don't like curtains. Welcome to Home We're Drink with Charlene and Ellie. Our podcast is like a group trip between your best friends, the bathroom on a night out where you spill all the gossip on relationship dilemmas and life. And we're so excited to share that today's episode is proudly sponsored by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, which has a magical, irresistible taste and needs to be protected at all times. Nothing beats a nice cold can of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, am I right? I actually had one last night. So did I? With my Chinese. Chinese. <laughs> it was well deserved. I was off the plane, yeah. home, showered, fresh PJs. The first thing on my mind was, let's get a Chinese and a can of Coca-Cola yeah. Zero Sugar. Yeah. Washed it right down. It was so good. Perfection. Needed after holidays, yeah. especially. I always have to hide my Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Do you know what? I actually didn't have to hide it yesterday because I was feeling nice and I bought everybody a can. Grand. Yeah. So there was no need to actually... No, there was no scabbing any. Yeah. And my yeah. brother actually didn't even want his, so my mum took an extra one. She got two. She got two, the lucky oh, devil. Wow. Yes. It's so good that's worth protecting. How far will you go to protect yours? On this week's episode, we chatted to superstar DJ, that is Joel Curry. He told us about his brand new album, Another Friday Night, gigging in Ireland, his drink of choice on a night out, and his very surprising ick and red flag. I was very confused. Very, very confused. confused. We filled you in on our wild trip to Vegas and New York. Told us a few stories mm-hmm. that went on over there. And because it is a special episode with Joel Curry, we are also doing an extended Secrets from the Stalls. We help with a dilemma about a partner not wanting marriage or kids when the girl is now wanting to settle down. Mm-hmm. How can you start to feel confident about finding someone else after a situationship? And is it bad to make more of an effort for your boyfriend's girlfriends rather than your own girlfriends? Boyfriend's friends, girlfriends, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Your boyfriend's yeah, other yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to hear all this and even more, keep on listening and enjoy. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. And if you're a new listener, welcome. Home or Drink is out for you every Wednesday. We also have bonus episodes every Monday, so you can listen to more of us if you're not sick of us yet on the Go Loud app or wherever you get your podcasts. We are a little bit jet lagged today. We're dead. So it's basically <laughs> five, we're basically talking to you at 5 a.m. New York time. And what time to be in Vegas time then? Three. Three in yeah. the morning or something. The Vegas time, guys, the time difference is a lot. Eight hours. That's the longest time. Wait, yeah, it's the longest time since I've ever done. For me, I was in Vancouver once, but I was living in Boston for the summer, so I was only going back three hours really. Okay. That would have been eight as well, but like eight is the longest I've ever done. I can't remember where Canada was. What well, part, where, Toronto? Toronto, five hours. Is it same as <laughs> yeah, New York? Same as New York. Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was probably yeah. Vegas definitely longest, but I think we were a bit more fucked because we did two different time zones in the space of a week. Yeah. Three, Ireland, Vegas, and. New York. Yeah. So my brain is not braining. And I feel like we missed actual nights of sleep. Oh, 100%. We definitely I've never... missed one night from the way over. No, sorry, I slept on the plane. But like when then we landed, we slept then. We didn't go out the first night. I kind of wish we got done an extra night for that reason. So if you're thinking of going to Vegas, I think it, yeah. you need an extra night. Like, 
just to sleep. Yeah. <clears throat> like we were like, the girls plan on going out the first night and it was like, we had left Dublin at seven that morning mm-hmm. and we didn't get to Vegas until 11 that night or something. Yeah. That's including the air time difference. So it took us 24 hours to get there basically. Sat in the plane for nine and a half hours. Yeah, the first plane. First the second plane. plane was five and a half. I found the second one worse. I slept the whole way. Very jealous of you. Lovely, yeah. That's very good, this flight. You really are. I think Keith Barry... Keith works as yeah. magic. I asked him, I met Keith Barry just before we left the night before and I asked him to hypnotise me and... He didn't because he was <laughs> he was about to and then I chickened out because he had to put you asleep. Well, well, you were like, do I have to go to sleep? And he was like, well, yeah. And you were like, I was like, no, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. What, like, no. Have you never woke up again? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, just kill me. So I said no. And. But I think you did something. Yeah. I don't think you've ever been so relaxed on no. flights in my life. Weird. You slept more than I did on yeah. the Aer Lingus flight. Yeah. I mask headphones. You sleep oh, yeah. very straight. I don't know how right. you do it. Yeah. I don't want to creak my neck. Your neck doesn't move. Like you just be like you're literally just like a zombie. <laughs> and we couldn't even put our seats back. No, we did put our seats back. Yeah, very smooth flights. The last one I was a bit sent me a bit west. So it was fine. Yeah, it's a bit bumpy. Like, but it always is coming home. I didn't find any of them too bad. That was my worst one. But anyway, <clears> other than the flights, we had a ball. So much fun. So much fun. One, I won twenty six cents. I didn't make. I didn't win any big money. I lost a dollar. <laughs> Actually, like, yeah, well, I lo- I mean, like, I put in, like, 40 and I got 26 cents back, <laughs> so I basically lost 40. My dad was asking me, he was like, did you just gamble? And I was like, no, we don't know what we're doing. No. I was like, there was more people, there was always people around the, like, poker tables. Yeah. If but I we, knew if to If play. I went in, I'd be, ri- it'd be like when we went to Kerry and I started playing snooker for people and they oh, yeah. wanted to hit me with snooker cue. Yeah. They'd start throwing <laughs> chips at me if I started trying to play poker, like. I wouldn't know what I'm doing. I feel like you'd no. piss people off. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You would. So that's why we just stayed at the machines. I asked a few people, how do I play this? Yeah, I was like, how do I play this? He was like, just put your money in. And press the button. Yeah. But like people sit there for hours. But that's not really playing anything, no. is it? No. I was talking to my tax driver on the way home, actually, and he goes over to Vegas every year and he spends a grand a day. He brings over 10 grand to gamble with. Yeah, but if you're spending 10, how much are you actually winning? He won He won 18 the last time, but like that's when he's, the way he said it, I think. But it's really like, only eight because you spend 10. To get 18? Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. Hey. But that's what the addi- addiction is. Addiction is, yeah. is that like, you're like, I want to win the money back on it. Mm. Like, I'm after losing so much, I have to keep going. I can see how addi- how Because addi- you uh, always think, oh, the next time the I'll next get time, it. Yeah. yeah. And even when you win something, I feel like you forget about what you've spent to win that. You're more yeah. focused on what, on you, what won. you won. On what you will win. Yeah. Like. But yeah, he won 18 grand or something, 17, yeah. Mad. But we went, we, the hotel we stayed in, would not recommend. Don't stay though. there ever. <laughs> so bad. We had to move rooms because there was a genuine flood in our room. There was a leak that if you sat on the toilet, you were getting the upstairs with shower water on your head. How disgusting is that? So, so the, the light in the bathroom was leaking, like pissing down. So me and Zoe went downstairs and said to your man, like, here, we need to move rooms. And he was like, We've, we can't move you. We've no rooms available. Yeah. I heard this one time. And I'm just stuck yeah, by it. I don't true. know if I still go along with it or not. Apparently, it's illegal to fully book out a hotel because it's a fire hazard. Yeah. You can't have a fully, fully, like, say if you have 100 rooms in a hotel, you can't have the 100 rooms booked out because mm-hmm. apparently it's a fire hazard. You always have to have at least one free. I think it's in case as well. Something but like if that something happens, happens, yeah. The maintenance man come up and he was like, I can't fix that now. He's like, it's a leak in the pipe or something. 
He's like, I think it's upstairs. It's just a waterfall. And I was like, that's disgusting. But he was like, uh, I was like, oh, they're after telling us there's no rooms. So he was like, I don't mind. Yeah. So like, obviously there is. Your man at reception was like, there's no room. Uh, we, we can't move you tonight because there's no rooms available. But I'll send the maintenance man up. And if he says you have to move, you have to move. And I was like, that it's makes no work. sense. Yeah, so then one becomes much yeah, the se- when I second time we went down, he was like, oh yeah, there's one free. I was like, oh. I just didn't think it looked like the pictures either. Like, No. I hate when you get to a hotel and it doesn't look like anything. good location, great location, yeah, perfect location. But if you're a hotel hotel snob, but I'm not. I'm, I am. I'm not. I'm Dano is Dano is the fucking biggest hotel snob ever. <laughs> like, but I don't. I love it. I just think if you're paying for something, you want it to be nicer than your bedroom at home. No, I don't care as long as somewhere is clean. But I just didn't think that was clean. And yeah, I'm all. I don't care if something's basic, clean, good location. But like this wasn't. I didn't feel clean in it. Mm. And like someone else share water dripping on you, I, just, I wouldn't. Worry. And there's not like. There's places around for like the same price that are nicer, but we just didn't look in the Bellagio. I know it was like one of the nicest hotels. It was hotels. literally hundred dollars more for the one whole. It would have been for the whole trip. Hundred dollars yeah. more. Not. I think it would have been between us. Like, how did we get that so wrong? I don't know. So nice. But yeah, the flamingo and also the drink. Say. The drinks weren't nice in the flamingo. <coughs> Excuse me. Did we have drinks there? We got one front to the room. Remember at the margaritas. The juice. Yeah, pure juice. Well, we no, got a fifty. Drink. They gave us a fifty dollar voucher for the inconvenience of having to move rooms. Oh yeah, but I think it was just juice. I think he was like, "I'm not spending." I'm not. And see them big cups that you drink out of in Vegas. There, you give your heartburn. I haven't had heartburn in over two years or something, and they, I had a raging heartburn. Left. Oh, as soon as I took a sip of that, I heartburn, knew I was yeah. like, the acid reflux that's going to come out of me yeah. in about twenty minutes is what. But now we were pissed off them. Yeah, we were pissed. We had to drink them down on the yeah. floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's so good. I'd love to go back. Would you go back a bigger group or a smaller group or like? I think the same. What would you What would you change going back? Go and change. I'd probably have us proper organized, booked more. Yeah, yeah. Because when you don't book, you end up just kind of wandering, and then you don't do as much as you like to. I can't aimlessly walk. Like we don't. We don't like we had her in and out. Went to Nobu, to Magic Mike, went to two nightclubs. We got to two. Yeah, Excess and uh, Jewel. And went to a pool, sorry, a, yeah, pool party. Well, a rock and raging pool party. It was so it bad. Was it was so bad. It was well, epoxy. Explain that though. Will I tell the story now? No. Keep that voice. Save it. Um, Magic Mike was the best night ever. Magic seen. Mike was the horniest night I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I wish I could post all the videos. I just cannot. No. Can't. Well, yeah. No. no. You could. You could chop it. Could I? <laughs> but I don't. Wow. I did nothing. So I got pulled. I was just sitting there minding my own business and this fella comes up, this topless man comes up beside me. He's a like, beautiful topless man. He was, like, yeah. he was like, can I borrow you for something? And I was like, I was like, oh. We were all like, yeah. No, because we were all trying to get Zoe up. And I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, can you bring her? And he was like, no, she has a skirt on. I was like, no, it's shorts. And he was like, no, I can't. And then he pulled me up and then I was, uh, he put me on this other chair away from the girls. And then it was like this thing. I ran over like, your drink. I was like, here, do you want to drink? <laughs> yeah. I was like, give me that quick. And it was like, the, whoever's on the speaker is like, and here's the professional. And then this, the song comes on from Magic Mike. If you've watched Magic Mike, the last one, you'll know. The horny the song. One, the one. Hor- and I was like, yeah. oh. Because he told me, he was like, it's nothing crazy. Like, it's all choreographed, don't worry. And I was like, okay, run. If I had known it was this, I don't think I would have got it from the chair. It was the one that's like, you get your permission, all this, and I'm so awkward. I bear in mind, I hadn't had one drink. This is my first drink. You I was awkward. You, I was. I, he put my hands on his buttocks and made me squeeze it. 
and that was grand like doing all these moves and then he kept talking he kept telling me to do things I had to put like my legs together and put my hands on my lap so he could like jump onto the chair <laughs> and like do a handstand I was like what's going on and then he was like halfway through he was like I didn't realise your jumpsuit was a see-through so I was like oh no he used her as a mop at one stage it was so oh my funny. god no that was the other one. Oh, that was the other there was three. I got three basically all together literally um and then he was really nice. Though. They're always making sure you're all right and stuff. Yeah. Like, in case you're like, because I did. Think... You hear your one at the start saying, "If any of you aren't interested, say unicorn to the dancers." Oh, see the way she, she kept using the word unicorn. Oh. Or she kept talking to that unicorn in the sky, and she said at the start when she was like, "If you're not interested in any of the men, like they completely understand, just say to them unicorn. Listen, like if you don't want them. Oh my god, I did. Up on top. I of thought you. that was just part of the, like her act. I no. Oh, she shit. said if you don't unicorn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't want them on top of you to oh say that. Oh my god. Because at the start, so at the start they all I'd come like, out. No unicorn, get yeah, on yeah, yeah. quick. <laughs> and then yeah, he put, picked me up, put me on the floor and all and it was it was insane. It's anyway, heavy and I I was so, I didn't think I was going to get called up. Also, I, I had no thoughts in my brain of what to do or what to, like, I don't know what I thought the whole time. I didn't think anything. Well, I think you are just meant to sit there. I think if you go along with it, you look a bit, meh. what are you doing? Like, yeah, I didn't want to start like feeling them no, hardly. Oh, like, yeah. I have a <laughs> And uh, and then at the start they all come out in like typical stripper costumes. So like yeah, it's fireman. Looks like the YMCA. Or, yeah. yeah. So they come out in that, and they you think they're gonna be all like proper like normal strippers. Like yeah. And one comes up to me, and he starts like shagging in my face. He like, literally. And he's like he humped and your face. Like, he's like suck it. And I was like ah. Stop. <laughs> anyway, we look for factors. That one is gay, so it's fine. Absolutely fine. I sent that to Dano. Did you send that? Yeah, he was like, my God. And he's like, tell me. And I was like, what? I was like, get me out of the show. Unicorn, unicorn. But then they all, so the woman comes out and then they all turn into like these nice, loving strippers. Yeah, of who you want them to be. Yeah, like nice men. And uh, yeah, that was it. And then he was on the piano. I got pulled up on a piano. I was in the middle of taking a video. You were on the stage and I was in the middle of taking a video of you and somebody walked from behind me and took my phone out my hands. I didn't know who it was. I was like, what the fuck? I thought I was getting robbed in the middle of Magic Mike. (laughs) So he took my phone out my hands and then took my hand and was like, come with me. So I was like, okay. So I like walked around. I was like, where am I going? And he was like, we're going to put you on top of the piano. I was like, Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he sat me up on top of the piano. I had a long dress on me, so I think that's why. And it was all diamondy, and I felt like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, it was it glittered and all. Of yeah. That. So I think that might have been why, because it was like a dim blue light. Yeah. But he sat me up on it, and like he put my legs together and like crossed them for me. Oh. So that's kind of good that they what make sure do, like your hoo ha isn't on show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they have he to make sure. Crossed them, scooted me on it, and said, "Don't move from an inch." Yeah. Yes. Don't move. And he said, "When you're done and you're get, uh, don't get down on your own. Wait for the security guard to yeah. come over to you." It's so it all over there. Like everyone fucking sues. Oh yeah. You had like, like that. Yeah. You'd be fucked. Like. <laughs> but the piano was just spinning. And then Queen the piano was got- doing. Um, fucking what's it called three sixty. I didn't realize until it. And every time I turned, Charlene was in a different position on the stage. <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? I just had to sit there and like clap. Was I even clapping? Like, no, I was waving at the girls. I was like a dick. I was waving at the girls when I was on the floor. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> take a picture. Oh, honestly, it was just a world. We even got a can we of whipped got, cream all over. Yeah, very funny. That was hilarious. Very funny. The best you'd have to go. And then we all got a lap dance at the end. Yeah, every single. That's when I was used as a mop. That's when you were used as a mop. Oh my god, he was. He bent me over. Yeah. I wasn't mad. I felt like I felt like I was like I was uh, like spying on something that I shouldn't see. Like I was like, oh my yeah, God. we were all just getting absolutely shagged. <laughs> it was mental. 
bent me over and had to lean on the couch. Very, very, very funny. It was the best thing I think. Well, I don't did. think I've ever laughed so much in my life. No, we like, were in hysterics. Even it's after just, and all, I was like, what? Because girl, like, it's, ma- it's such a weird situation because, like, it's always men that go to, it's not a strip club, but, like, there's yeah. nothing like that for women, like. It's the, I think that's I, kind of what like women, the only it's thing. so tasteful, though, like. Yeah, it wasn't filthy. No, oh, God, no, no. no. There wasn't any We saw real, one naked any, bum. Did we? Yeah, remember the fella in Oh, yeah, yeah, there's no, there's no willies around. No, there. no willies. The fella, my fella's wearing jeans, my fella. <laughs> no, he was wearing jeans the whole time. But, uh, no, it's gas. It was and, like, fun. everyone in that place gets, unless they say unicorn, like, gets a left on. Mm. I was like, Dano, I will not be saying unicorn, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I'm a professional dancer. Remember a woman asked me to say an actor? Oh, yeah, you got a picture of someone after. These two random women, we were sitting at the casino, we were sitting at the casino outside the place, and this woman came over and she's like, oh my God, I love your dress or something. And I was like, thanks so much. She's like, are you, you're an actor. Like, and I was you're like, you're part of the show. You're a part of the show. And I was like, no. no. It did look like you were with the dress and all that. I'm just here on and a you were holiday. Serenaded. But yeah, he was singing to me. I don't know what that song was. I knew a bit of it. And that was the only bit I could sing. It was a bit of the chorus. Can't remember what it is now though. And your man on stage was like, "You okay up there, Ellie?" I was like, "I'm fine. Hi. I'm never fucking leaving." <laughs> and then you're one. And then the he end. gave me a bit of a lap dance. Oh yeah, that was my fella. Yeah, that was your fella. Yeah. Charlene's fella cheating on her. And so rude. Gave me a lap dance. So rude. It was beautiful. I was so holding rude. his arms and all. I was like, "Woo!" <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, this, there's a rain dance. Oh. Oh my god, the girl a girl comes out. That was the horniest thing I've ever witnessed. I couldn't even, I didn't even take a video, I was so mesmerized. I didn't look at the man once. She when she slid across her bum and all. Her bum didn't move, it was so no, toned. She she was in the splits, like box splits. And slid and slid in the water. We got drenched. Yeah, we did get really wet actually. <laughs> but if you're going to it the one in London is probably the same. With the rain, by the way. Yeah, with, oh yeah, with the rain, <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's nothing else. Filthy minds. But if you're going to it wherever you are. Pay the money to get the seats at the edge. Yeah. At the, at, right at the stage. My sister going, she was texting me, she's like, we need to go. I booked. I was like, yeah, yeah. say no more. Brilliant. Say going. No more. Yeah. Get, and did you get those seats? Yeah. Yeah. Well worth it. No, for, we got like second row ones, but second row works more expensive. So Fun. maybe you're better. I don't know. You're not actually in a row, you're at like a little table by yourself. Like a two seater. I wonder, is it the little tables that were at the edge of you? Yeah, you know, those couple, like those, there was like no, two women. no benches, it wasn't like Yeah. Pens. But if, I thought it would be like an arena. I don't know why I thought. I oh thought no, it would be yeah, huge. Fine. Yeah. So but in Vegas, everything is in a hotel. So like the show is in a hotel. Yeah, it's mental. The nightclubs are in hotels. The shops are in hotels. The restaurant, like everything is in hotels. It's like a big, big. The it's beach nearly clubs. like a shopping centre featuring a hotel. Yeah, yeah. The hotel is like the yeah, add-on part. Yeah, and then we done the roller coaster as well in New York. New York. That was so fun. I was scared. I went on after. I had to, to girls go had to go on and test it out and then yeah. I was like, I need to go with myself. Me and Cleve sat at the front of that. My oh. head was bashing off the seat though. So I was trying to keep my head away from it. But I was like, I'm gonna break my neck if I try to do that. If I did, YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> and yeah. Other than that, we just were drinking excesses. We went to see Marshmallow. It's fucking weird. The, the guys, the music in Vegas is a bit mad. The music in Vegas is terrible. The hip hop was good in Jewel. Even Jewel some of that good. I was I was really? fine. See, I love like like UK. Yeah, songs and all. So I, I obviously love the American ones, but some of them I was just like, "What is this?" But they Jewel turn. Sun- was Jewel a Sunday? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a Sunday night hip hop night. So you just have to go there. If you they stop. turn everything into EDM. Like yeah. a woman, yeah, yeah. like lately, I've been, I've been, and then it got like Adele could be playing. Yeah, we didn't know what was going and we'd all, on. And we'd all be singing along, and then Mr. Brightside and I was playing, and then it would turn into EDM. I was like, stop. They love EDM over there. I it was good though. Yeah. Where's that hat? Was it not sweating? Yeah, I don't know. Sweating. We had um, 
we were on a table in excess. Yeah. You just left early that night, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit earlier. I can't hack past 3 p.m. a.m. No, I I'm in my carnage girl here, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Fell in the door at 7 o'clock in New York. Oh, yeah. Morning! New York. New York, I feel like pe- when we go, people are always asking for like recommendations, but I feel like we don't never do that because we've done it. Yeah. Because our friends live there, so you end up do like, not you don't do tourists and stuff. No. Like we literally just go to like where they would go. But I must, do, I must do a list of recommendations that I've done in the past as well and do them because I just forget. Yeah, I had to look back. For first and second year, I went. Yeah, was all the touristy things. Yeah, and then ever since then, I've never done them again. Yeah, but I love Denny's and Applebee's, and oh, nobody yeah. would come with me. Oh, I just love <laughs> rotten American. Food. I wanted to get it. T- My one thing was to get a Tiffany necklace in Tiffany, and didn't even go. No, didn't oh. go to raisin canes. <laughs> didn't do. No, I didn't do oh. Sephora. Yeah, I went to Sephora. I didn't, but I would like. To- to go to a bigger one I feel like and it was very overstimulating there was a lot of people there yeah no very loud no but yeah. we're back we're back and next is live shows yeah thank god we have a week to, two weeks to prepare 12 days is it yeah wouldn't mind 112 days to prepare <laughs> <laughs> it's fine so we have Cork Opera House Friday 20th of October which is sold out Um, Vicar Street 21st and Sunday 22nd October sold out Rexbridge Beagle Tent, Thursday 26th of October, sold out. And then Limerick, which is Thursday the 16th of November. So there's limited tickets available still for this on UCHIE or call their box office. And you can still get some. I had my dream last night of making a collage for Jack Kelly for Limerick. A collage? What yeah. Because Limerick, Limerick is on the Thursday. Mm. Jack's leaving on the Monday. Oh, shit. Yeah, so it's going to be really emotional. This is the last time he's going to see his family in Limerick and all. Oh. I was lying in bed last night. I was like, "Will I make like a collage?" And then I was like, "I don't even know if there's a fucking screen." Wait, a collage for oh, on the on the stage. Yeah, <laughs> this one goes out to Jack <laughs> Kelly. I'm gonna be depressed. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. I don't know how I'm gonna get through that one. I think that one might be the most emotional. Really? Yeah. So it's the first time my family will ever see me do well. Like they've seen me in little master classes and stuff down there. Oh, it's the yeah, first time they'll true. actually see me do. Something yeah, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. You'll be nonstop crying. And Jack Kelly will be there, and I'll be sobbing, looking at him. God love him. Miss you taking your bedroom. <laughs> Thanks love for your you. lovely bed. Yeah. Um. Now that'll be fun. Um. But for anyone looking to sell or swap tickets, the Home I Drink Facebook um page, like the group, if you want to sell or swap tickets, there's actually a link in the Home I Drink Instagram page. Yes. So if you're interested in getting onto that, the link is in the Instagram page. Click it, and then it'll bring you to the Facebook. Yeah. Where we're swapping and selling tickets. And that was, yeah, so basically that's the best place to get them. Yeah. Even if you're looking for them. Mm. If people are texting me saying they missed them when they come out and stuff, people do sell them last minute if yeah. it comes up. Or they can't make it. They can't make it, so. Um, also, theme or dress code, people ask me, I think just like girls night out vibes. I don't like, yeah. like to put something too strict on it. No. Because, like, I don't want people to feel under pressure to, like, need to get something new around. Like, yeah. you don't, like, literally just, like... There's no, there's no real there's no right or wrong. Kind of like no. if you're going out after it, dress up to your nines. If you're not going out after it, but you want an excuse to dress up, wear like nice do that. jeans and a nice top. Yeah, or like, oh, I love jeans and yeah, nice top. or like I always think like a safe one is like a little dress and boots because yes. you're kind of you're kind of in between. You're a bit of both. Yeah, yeah. you don't feel overdone. You don't feel yeah. underdone or whatever. But like whatever you want, whatever we're gonna be full want. fucking glam up to our Oh yeah. So whatever you want, but think like girls night out if you're going out. 
or like girls cocktails yeah exactly yeah. jeans and a corset yeah because that's what it is sandals. we're basically yeah. all having a big cocktail party together yeah whatever he is like yeah we have very 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 special guests lined up for all our shows people were asking me yesterday on my I'm fashion box I'm nervous for some of them are you? <laughs> to meet them like yeah <laughs> shitting myself shitting I think you are going to love them though you guys will um, you asked me last night is there guests for every show yes there yes. is not just we couldn't leave no. one and not imagine like, sorry it's you have to yeah. just deal with us your county just isn't that great yeah. imagine no yeah of course so each one has um, special guests and yeah. new segments and yeah fun we're just gonna have a ball yeah first time going out of Dublin yeah gonna be, I wonder what the vibe will be like we're going from Cork to Dublin so yeah. we need just to Give us your full socks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Cork is the first go. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. different for us. You just need to compete against Dublin. So yeah. we need full, full I think more energy, more footwork. I think they will. Yeah. They'll do us proud. Yeah, definitely. So this week, like I tell you, is a story from Vegas. So this segment is where we tell you a bit of drama, a bit of scandal, story from our week, our life. I feel like these Vegas ones will be coming for the next while. <laughs> yeah, probably, that, as we think of them. Yeah. Um, It's kind of just a story that... Little story time segment, yeah. really, that we tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's from Vegas. So we were going to a pool party on. I can't remember what day it even was. To be honest, we were oh, all we dressed keep up. Calling it a rock and raging rock pool party. <laughs> Jesus. By the way, for all the pool parties, you have to walk through the casinos. Mm. So we had to walk through the casino in our pool party get up, all dressed up, all excited. We hadn't even had a drink yet, we not? We didn't really drink before we went out and stuff that much. No, and we thought we'd do loads of pre-drinking. We, we didn't. didn't. We don't know why we did. We just didn't, like. No. Um. So we were going to the pool party, grand, all excited. You walk in, you get your bags checked. This woman was thoroughly checking my bags. She, she was, was the open. only one who checked you, though. She, No one else. Like, they obviously look in your bag and just make sure there's yeah. nothing in it, which is fair enough. But, like, she was opening up every... I had a card holder. She was, like, you know, the little slits inside, open up every one of them, like... Patting them like, off it, like shaking them onto the table, and I was like, What do you think I have in that card holder? Like, she finds a little thing of uh, it wasn't even in, it was like loose in yeah. the bag because I didn't think it was obviously bad. One Xanax, which I'm prescribed for the plane, yeah, which was I get anxiety on the planes that I take, and that one actually had been there a while because I wasn't taking it because I, I think it's squished or something in my bag. So, like, the one that was left in the packet was like not whole anymore, mm. and I was just gonna take like a third of a Xanax yeah. or whatever. So, um she was like, do you have a prescription for this? And I was like, yeah. As in like, I thought she was just going to say, yeah. Just ask back. you, yeah. She's like, I need to see it. And I was like, what? I was like, You hardly have it in your back she was pocket. Like, yeah, because I think Queen was saying in America, they have everything on their like files online or something. But like we don't but get But we, we get written, written prescriptions. Written I know, and even yeah. at that, they, they, the, doc, the doctor keeps your prescription. Yeah, you don't get You get back. a weird receipt thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. That yoke that's typed out. And she was like, can someone send you a picture of it at home? I was like, well, it's actually like 11 p.m. at home. Everyone's asleep. I don't even know where it is that like weird receipt and stuff and she was like well you need to have it and all and I was like can you not just take the, the one Xanax off me I don't need it that bad. you wouldn't be doing a Xanax that pool party anyway you know that's what I mean you'd be sleeping I was Gone. like can you just take it like I have a friend on planes you can have it like yeah. and then oh sorry first of all as well she was like take my gum I, before she seen Xanax she would take my chewing gum off me it's like nothing consumable in here I was like what like, <gasps> I was like chewing gum and she was like yeah. I think she was on a power trip yeah and I think she kind of got like 
she was just dead looking. She was like, she must have other things. Yeah, yeah. Chewing gum. Chewing and then I was like, can you just take it? She was like, no. And then she was like, take your stuff. And I took my stuff. Starts taking pictures of me on this work phone. She's like, to, follow me. To bar me from the venue. Like, for one day, I was like, put it. And, she, and then she put it in the bin too. I didn't get she, it. What did she do? Took a picture of her license and took a picture and of her me. face. I was just sat in the girls just seeing me. I was just standing there like this. And uh, the guy then pulled me to the side and he was like, there was police there now, but I didn't have to go to police. But the security guy was really nice. He was like, he was like, no, I understand like that you have one, but like, we can't actually let you in unless you have a description because it could be anyone's or something. I was like, but what? So what? Like, <laughs> You're taking it anyway. What difference does it make? I don't know. You're taking it off you. I don't know. Yeah, true, actually. What difference does it make? How are you going in dealing ones at next? Who wants this? Ten dollars <laughs> up one? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was all that was been in there ages because it was inedible liquor in table. Um but yeah. Then we thought you were barred from the whole thing. Yeah, we thought we were all yeah, and then we couldn't we didn't go to the nightclub that line. We weren't going anyway, so it was fine. What did they there's say? There's a nightclub that's attached to that venue. They said she's basically on a first and last warning. And last warning for her. I was like, what? <laughs> if she does anything else, she'll be completely fired. Like, like, honestly, I was like, that's the least cool story <laughs> to ever tell getting kicked out somewhere. For a prescribed Xanax. Yeah, and we had to all just go. And then we we went to a pill party in the Cosmopolitan. Yep. Shit. Shit. Well, yeah, we arrived at like been, four. Yeah, and it cl- apparently they close. It's not like Ocean Beach and I beat there where they stay open until 11. They close at five. They close at five. Yeah. So we went when it was like four o'clock, got one drink and it was closed. Sure, when we ordered it, she said to me, she was like, because uh, I was kind of, she. I think she saw me looking at the food menu and she was like, the, the kitchen's actually closed. She was like, and so when I ordered the drink then, she was like, I'm just going to close you out after this because we actually closed. I was like, that's great. Brilliant. <laughs> and then some fella came up to us and he was like, uh, I am the famous DJ Robin Schultz. Yeah, you know him. I looked him up. I looked him up. No, yeah. he's, no, he's not. No, he's not. I was like, this Robin Schultz was in Dubai. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this man is not you. I'm the famous German DJ. You were like, no, you're not. No, he's not. I, I was like, I am. People who are famous don't say they're famous. Yeah, don't say I am the famous. Blah, yeah, blah. they'd be like, don't look at me. Yeah, no pap. <laughs> they'd be hiding a lot. He was rocking around. He wanted you to take a selfie. Remember, he was like, take one. It'll be the best photo. We were like, no. get away. Stop speaking to me. Yeah, I know. I well, can't. We kept saying shut up that whole holiday. Shut up. Fuck off. Someone sneezed. Fuck off. I think I sneezed twice or something. You said bless you first and then when I did the second one you were like fuck off. You're not getting another one. <laughs> you get one bless Stop you. looking for attention. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it just turn into it was all bullying? I don't know. It was so, so funny though. So bad. If anyone don't, else don't speak to me today. If no anyone speaking. else heard it they wouldn't get us. They'd be like but that's what? what I love. <laughs> that's what I love. Very funny. Stop making all the attention about you. And kept making someone, everyone do something goofy. <laughs> oh my God, we're so goofy. <laughs> and this is just a thing now. This yep. is the emoji, by the way, the one where you're putting your finger in your pinky. Your first up. finger in your pinky. The rock rock and roll. Rock and roll. Yeah. Rock and rage and pool parties. Rock and rage and pool party. We had a ball. I was fist pumping my way through that. It wasn't even drunk in that video. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, with the EDM. I was like, girls, I'm ready to leave. Can we go? Yeah, bounced. Shoes off, walking through that hotel. Place is humongous. Huge. Great place. It's not a real... When you're there, like, it feels like you're in a simulation. Literally feels like fake. The like, first day we woke up at, like, 6am and it was like... The sunrise was gorgeous, actually, sunrise. But, like, it was just, like, mad. And there's some, we were like, out Elvis, the room and all. There's, like, an Elvis going around on a scooter and all. Like, kept sticking his tongue out and being like... <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit weird now. His tongue was like white. Yeah, he was like, oh, oh, wow. You're like, Ew. He was like, he said to his Zoe, he's like, you're making my tongue go hard. I was like, ew, <laughs> stop. But we were in the... Swinging, why is it? Oh, no, I took mine out. The first day we were out at like half six. 
walking the road to Vegas and there was nobody yeah, out. We were, we were like going very to CVS. quiet. It was fucking 6 a.m. Yeah, there. we went to CVS and just got really giddy in there and started buying loads of random shite. Or bar as well. I didn't buy one of them sparkly key rings. Oh, shit. Bought a sparkly phone case anyway. Yeah. And I got swindled got into swindled it. Into What's wrong with me? $150 on a phone case. An iPod case. And an AirPod case. And oh, she took them off already. Oh, yeah. I hate it. It's gone already. Screen protector on? No, screen protector's oh. still on. The case thing, the iPod thing is still on. Oh, that's good. But it didn't fit my AirPods when I... No, you had to go back and get Do it. Do I keep saying iPod? I think so. AirPod. Yeah, you did say Yeah, They wouldn't fit my case. when I or wouldn't fit my AirPods when I left at first. So I was like, ah, shut it in. I didn't realise there was two different sizes of the Pro. Me the, the bigger ones. They went back to your man and I said, come on. It must be a newer version or something. Or older, maybe. We didn't really buy much more then, did we? Didn't buy a thing, no. That's a thing. I got a few bits in Sephora. That yeah. one. So today on Home Drink, we have Joel Curry. Welcome to Home Drink. Oh, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. <laughs> um, we were just talking about you're playing coppers tonight. Yes. Coppers is an experience in itself. Coppers is like... Have you been there? Years ago. Oh my God. But like, what are you expecting from it? Yeah. Well, I can't actually wait because everyone I say it to is like, oh my God, you're yeah. so <laughs> I I'm like... expecting it to be absolute madness. And listen, every time I come to Ireland, mm. the Irish crowd is always wild. It's like yeah. the best crowd in the world. Yeah. So I've got a feeling tonight it's going to go off. And it's yeah. a surprise as well. Like, I'm just going to go there and pop off and drop a few bangers. Like, I don't think anyone there is going to expect I'm coming. So oh. it should be pretty fun. We won't tell you what to expect. You'll just see for yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have to let yeah. us know after. I'll let you know tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, talk about your DJing. How did you start DJing? Was it a thing that you loved music? Like, how did you actually get into it? Um, so I got my first pair of decks when I was 13 years old. Okay. Um, the reason I got them is because my older brother, Sam, was a DJ. And oh. he used to have all his mates over in his room, like DJ and MCing on the mic. And I literally just got them because I wanted to be cool. Like my Did you feel brother. left out? Like, I felt left yeah, out. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I want to get, I want to be a DJ. And um, I just became a hobby growing up. Yeah, and I started yeah. DJing people's birthday parties, weddings, bar mitzvahs, mum's friends, birthday aunties, 60ths, all that stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then I ended up like going, I was like Joel the DJ at school. And then I started playing at clubs when I was like 18, 19. And Listen, I'm still, you know, I'm 34 now, so I've been doing this since, well, nearly 20 years. Came out of the world, yeah. yeah. Is it one of those things that practice makes perfect? Like, seeing all those buttons and yeah. all those, nah. That I, well, actually, endless. like, back in the day when I started, when it was on, like, just vinyls and turntables, mm. it was actually oh, yeah. a lot harder back then. Yeah. Yeah, because now, like, with the latest technology, it kind of, it's quite easy, like, for anyone to learn how to do it. It's a lot more accessible. Yeah. But I think what takes a long time is building the knowledge of music and that love for it and understanding um, when you are DJing, how to work a dance floor, how to build a journey of music from the start of a set to an end to a set yeah. and mm -hmm. how to keep people dancing, really. I think yeah. that's that's where the skill comes from, is having the ear for for what, what song is going to work and, you know, how to, as I said, take that crowd on a, on a journey. Yeah, I think if I was a DJ, I'd just be playing Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> do, you have, do you have to, like, love a whole range of music Definitely. to do it? Like, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. when I first started DJing, um, you know, I used to play um, for all different age groups, all different tastes of music. And even when I was a, a resident club DJ, I used to be the first one in the club and start the music at, like, 10 p.m. and play all the way till like, 3, 4 a.m. in the morning. And across wow. that night, would play all different genres from like garage to house to drum and bass to um, bashman and hip hop and reggae and R&B. So 
I came up as a resident club DJ and had to acquire that knowledge and be able to work with all different genres of music. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a really like big benefit for me. Yeah. And I'm glad I went through those years as a, as a sort of club DJ doing that. Of course. Yeah. And then did you kind of gauge the reaction from people with different genres and then it made you like get inspiration for your own music then? Well, I was always like really into my garage. That's how yeah. I started. And then I, and then I started going to Ibiza when I was like 18, 19 mm-hmm. with the boys. And I really fell in love with house music. And, um, and then I, you know, at the time as well, like with my production, when I first started producing, I was making more sort of EDM electro. Yeah. And then as like my taste developed and matured, I kind of got more into the house scene and finally found my formula, um, you know, with with sort of the sounds that you're familiar with my productions now yeah. and you mm-hmm. hear records like Sorry and Lonely and Head and Heart and Bed. That's kind of where I eventually found like what was really working for me with my production. Yeah, yeah. The I always say the EDM stuff, I'm like, I just need lyrics. I just need to <laughs> sing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just need something to sing along to. Yeah. what I need, yeah. <laughs> Um, your drink of choice on a night out randomly what would it be oh easy tequila yeah yeah. I you don't get hung over from tequila T- if you have enough of it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always love a tequila though like, before I go on the decks like, yeah kind yeah. of gets the juices flowing gets yeah. me in the zone so, yeah. yeah something that gives you a little straight like or yeah straight, straight. Yeah. 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 yeah 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 and do you think like obviously nowadays the DJ lifestyle is so like looked up to. Do you think people just do it because they want that lifestyle or they actually love the music? People like starting now. Um, I guess like, you know, if you if you like a DJ or you, you're looking at that, um, you would want you'd want it. Cause yeah. it, it, but the truth is, you know, it is a lot of hard work, especially yeah. the mm. touring lifestyle. People people see maybe the social media side and the parties and the luxury and the you know the that side of it but really a lot of my life is just spent sitting in airports and hotel rooms on my own and not sleeping and i'm not complaining by the way i love what i do but i don't think people see that side of it enough yeah Yeah. there is an amazing side to obviously you know i'm living my absolute dream and wouldn't change it for the world but there is definitely another side that is a much more of a grind Mm -hmm. um and i think people might get into djing because they like the look of it but the Mm. people that really I think love music and actually enjoy DJ will be the ones that stick at it and keep going yeah Yeah. do you ever get sick of the nights out in the nightclubs or do I get sick of it Um, is there some nights where you just want to be like I don't want to go you know what (laughs) I've never felt that about performing yeah Um, Uh when I'm on that stage um, even when I think back to when I was younger 13, 14 being so nervous to DJ in front of like 20 people I still got the same adrenaline rush and the same buzz. Like getting out, DJing in front of 80,000 people at a big festival. Oh my God. I still feel the same passion and love and excitement for it. Yeah. And that's why I know this is what I'm meant to do. And this yeah. is, you know, this was, this was the life that was meant for me because yeah. I love it so much. And even if I've DJed, you know, in a week, like seven nights in a row, I'm still excited about still it. However it. tired I am or whatever, yeah. I'm still like on that stage. I escape, I get lost in the moment and I feel in my happy place. I saw you at Longitude and he just looked, I said to Leanne, I was like, yeah. he just looked so happy. <laughs> like he was just having the best time. That was but a like, great festival. That was yeah, really I love that set. That was yeah. one of the highlights of the summer. But I think that energy gives back, like the crowd feels that and then everyone else is just having a good time. So it's yeah. just all like Everyone's good. just kind of happy buzz. Like, yeah. But it was yeah. important no, it was when really you're good. DJing that you, when you're vibing with a crowd, you know, you have to be enjoying it. You have to give off yeah. that energy because yeah. they're looking at you. Mm, if, and if you're looking like uninterested or, or not bothered... How do you think they're going to feel? <laughs> yeah. you know I mean, it, so yeah, it's, it's important when you perform to really give off that good energy. Yeah. 
Um, your new album, Another Friday Night, is out now. Pick a song from the album to listen to at pre-drinks. Right. You're to recommend. My latest single, Drinking, with yeah, um, Re- MK and Rita, Rita Ora. Ora. That's yeah. the perfect pre-drink. Yeah. Charlene was actually singing oh, with no. Rita Ora last weekend. Was she? No, I, said, I sang. She was? She was like, who wants to sing? And she gave me the mic. I sang one line. Oh, my God, I was, really? I had yeah. three drinks. I didn't know who I, I thought it was. But you sang with Rita. That's, that's it. No, you sang with Rita. You're, <laughs> I'm, basically, I'm basically on the song. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> Joel didn't know, but you're on it as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then a song that you play at the end of the night in a club from the album. End of the night. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I actually would say sorry. Because yeah. it's like, it was my, it feels like the most nostalgic track yeah. of all my records. And I feel like at the end of the night, you want to feel that kind of nostalgia and it hits you in the feels a little bit. I think sorry is a good, a good way to finish. Yeah, because everyone knows that. Yeah. Everyone knows it and it's yeah. a sing along and it's like at that time of night. And everyone's like, just let loose and have yeah. a wicked time. That yeah. comes on. I think everyone's like, well, I remember this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's your like dream festival to perform at or like gig? Um, I've already done it. Tomorrowland, main oh, stage. Like, yeah, yeah, I think that's the pinnacle for any DJ to yeah. play the main stage at Tomorrowland. You yeah. know? And, I, and I've done that. And when I did it, it was, it was absolutely incredible. Um, also, you know, I've got to chuck in there Creamfields, you know. Um, yeah. EDC in Las mm-hmm. Vegas was mm-hmm. huge for me. And um, I mean, I, we talked about Longitude earlier this summer. That was a really, really good set. It was. That. And it's it so was good, good to be back in front of that Irish crowd. Yeah. Do you think we're the best crowd? You have to say, yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll say that to anyone. I promise you, um, Irish crowd are the best in the world. And wherever I DJ in the world, whether it be Ibiza or Vegas or Anyway, I always know who the Irish who are in the, the crowd because they're the yeah. loudest, the most up for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course. Um, yeah, just. I think we're just a different breed of people, are we? I think we're just very supportive so, of, yeah. of everyone. Of, yeah. I like to get drunk. So yeah, true. That, that goes long. Yeah. Uh, we heard that this tour is going to be a little bit different from your usual shows. That mm-hmm. you have a DJ booth in the middle of the crowd. Yeah, so Love I'm that. going on like a tour around the album, and I want to do things a bit differently because, um, you know, a lot of my shows it. I'm up on a stage, you know, mm. big production and it's great because I love putting on a big show with visuals and, but I felt like this would be cooler if I'm in the crowd with, with everyone love around that. me yeah. where people can feel like they could almost touch me and yeah. like be in the party with me and I, yeah, I want that yeah, kind yeah. of experience for them. So Unreal. yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting and um, I'm looking forward to meeting everyone and get up and close and personal and Unreal. probably take a million selfies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your like DJ you look up to or like one that you're loving at the moment? I'd have to say definitely Calvin Harris is up yeah. there because, you know, his career is just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, the way he's been such a pioneer of the scene as well um, he seems to be able to like with his releases like just change things and yeah. be so innovative and you know his talent is just incredible and and the sort of amazing moments and big records he's had consistently over years and years and years is, and they're um, so timeless as well yeah so they're timeless. still so they're good so like, timeless yeah. and like you're just looking oh, wow man yeah how's he doing this yeah, so, yeah. um yeah had to say calvin up there is definitely like yeah the goat yeah, <laughs> yeah. what do you think of fred again love fred again him. so yeah. much yeah. um he's definitely another pioneer who's um you know brought so much to the scene yeah and um you can just see the talent and oh, in God. his live shows yeah. and what he does live as well. It's incredible to watch. Yeah. yeah. And he's definitely getting his flowers, you know, I think yeah. like 
around the world now. He's respected as definitely. one of the most talented musicians 100%. and somebody that's at the top of the game in dance music. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, your meet and greets. Do you ever get any weird fan encounters or like weird things given to you? You can tell us mad stories. No holding back here now. Yeah, there's the or stuff thrown on stage actually, probably as well. Yeah, yeah, stuff, stuff yeah. is always getting thrown on stage. And um, um, what, what was I get some weird DMs? Do you? For sure. Yeah, I got someone that was asking if they could purchase um a pair of my socks. <laughs> oh, but they're very specific. They're like they have to be worn at the gym and not washed. Okay, so that's like that a fetish, like, I think. See, yeah. I would have played people it long. Yeah. I said, much we talking here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I could have got a tenner. Yeah. <laughs> Joel is <laughs> wearing no I didn't socks get into today. Negotiation though, yeah, if we ever see you with no socks on, we'll go on. Yeah, the hits are dried up. Yeah, and that's <laughs> <mad>. <laughs> <laughs> we know. my socks now, guys. <laughs> there they are, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's bizarre. Yeah, you get, you get, some, you get some funny ones yeah. now. Yeah. And then on the podcast, we talk about icks and red flags. What's your biggest ick and biggest red flag? All right. Um, biggest ick, um, curtains. What? What do you mean? Yeah. What curtains? I don't like curtains. In a house? Yeah. Like Wait, curtains what? that cl- like curtains as clothes or blinds? You don't no, like I don't, curtains? No, blinds are all right. I can deal with blinds. A fully blind. Yeah, don't that's mind. cool. I just okay. don't like curtains. No. I, okay. I am flabbergasted. I don't, yeah. like, I don't have curtains, actually. I have curtains. I just like I just like a blind. Go yeah. away. Yeah, if you've got curtains, I'm have... like not feeling it. No? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't like I, I don't like carpet. Yeah. The smell of them. I don't know. Why carpet shop. I like a laminate floor rather than a carpet. Do you? I just said, do you ever go to a carpet shop and they step smell yeah. Curtains. I just stick. think curtains like I wish I look at them, they'd remind me of like <laughs> I don't know, like the like my nan's old house and like <laughs> I always think they've got loads of dust behind them. You know what I mean? Spiders. And spiders, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not into curtains. And then red flag. Biggest red flags. Um, Curtains again. (laughs) (laughs) Carpets. Um, Biggest red flag. Let me think. If you don't like my chicken and rice, that's a red flag. Oh, okay. Do you make good chicken and rice? I make a good chicken and rice. 10 out of 10 chicken and rice? Yeah, it's my speciality. Oh, is it? Yeah, if you don't approve of it... You're gone. Sorry. Yeah. You're in the no. Sorry. Next. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for Thank coming you on. So much. You've been great. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's thanks been fun a million. Good luck. Thank you. We are inundated with dilemmas every week. Um, we're very happy you trust us with your advice. Mm-hmm. And because we're bringing you a special episode of Joel Curry, um, we want to do an extended seek from the stalls too. People are always asking us to do more dilemmas. So here you go. We always want to help you and give you advice, kind of like the conversations you have with the gals in the bathroom of a nightclub to tell you things you need to hear, share their secrets and advice and just give you the real talk. And that's why this segment is called Seeks from the Stalls. All these dilemmas have been sent in to our email address, which is homewardrink.goloudnow.com. And this is the only way we take dilemmas for this segment, not through DM. So if you have one, definitely send them there. They're always anonymous as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the first one we have. Hey, Charlene and Ellie, love the podcast so much. Adore your girls and I always look forward to Monday and a Wednesday. Aw, both episodes. <laughs> I'm healing from a six month on and off again rate situationship that ended about four months ago. Thank God I almost healed from it, but it took it out of me. And it was the first proper situation I'd had and the second person I'd ever slept with. I'm struggling now to enter the dating world and I feel like my friends around me are and I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. I used to fully believe that one man won't do... If one man won't do it, another man will. But I can't seem to find the other man that will. It's really knocking my confidence and I know everyone goes through different things at different times. But it feels like I'm waiting for so long to find someone that's my person. 
any advice would help a lot. I'm 19, so I know there's so much time, but I'm in my third year of college now and I've never had a boyfriend. And I feel like the fancy of meeting someone you love in college is slipping away. Any advice, girls, please? Lots and lots of love. A loyal listener. Love you. You're so young. I this know. girl is nearly 10 years younger. This girl is, no, how old no. am I? Nine years. Nine years younger Nine than years. me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this happens at every stage of life because everyone always thinks they have to have something by a certain time. Yeah, you put pressure on yourself. Because like, she's, her pressure is like, I want a college. The college boyfriend. Yeah. That's the worst time to have a boyfriend. In college? Yeah. Is it she? Well, like, I'd say, I don't really go out in college because I think I've said before, I just hate it. But like, that's the time you're going out and all. That's the time you're like, you're meeting people. Mm. Like, I don't think, I don't know. I wouldn't say like, see the want the ones and obviously she does. Yeah. But, don't put pressure on yourself to have a boyfriend in college. Or in general. College is, yeah, or at all. I feel like yeah. I'm in, an, in a new phase of thinking where like for a while there I was thinking like, oh my God, I, like I want, I want a boyfriend so bad. I, I Like I crave that. Mm-hmm. The more I crave and want. The less you actually get it. Yeah, because yeah. I'm trying to make something work that probably isn't going to work in my life. Yeah. So my new way of thinking now is when the time is right, it's going to happen. Yeah. And then so it will come to you easier because you're actually not trying. Yeah. Or I'll die alone and just <laughs> you keep all my money for myself. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. It's going to happen for everybody at some stage. Yeah. And I just think when you go along in life and just live by that, that it will happen when it's meant to happen. Yeah. It's going to be the best one. Mm-hmm. Like you'll find somebody who suits your life even better. You find someone when it's like more effortless. Yeah. Because when you're looking for it, when it comes it, like, out of nowhere, yeah. imagine how, how much more fun that'd be when it comes out of nowhere, and, yeah. you, and it was the last thing you expected, yeah. Then something that you're nearly trying to force, and like, yeah, nearly trying to make something for the work. sake of it, yeah, putting pressure on something. Like. Yeah, I think I probably would have thought the same at 19, but like I'm telling you now from yeah. 25 that like you're actually looking back and like, oh, don't do it. Wish I was <laughs> single, like yeah, yeah. Just have more time by yourself. I think ideally, if I think if you could meet someone later, later in life, I think do you think that's better? better. Yeah. I think yeah, I, always, to, I know uh, you can live. I know everyone like you can live life with a boyfriend, like still do the same things and stuff. Yeah, you can to a certain extent, but like you need your girl time, you need your mm. friend time. Like you end up missing out on that so much when a lot of people do when they have a boyfriend. They don't do things with their friends. They don't see their friends. Like that's your best time you're gonna have with them. Do you're, all that. Your family you're gonna live with the rest of your life. Yeah. You're gonna share a house with. You're gonna have kids with. Like obviously it's great and it's so good being loved and stuff. But like it's so nice. Not to be all and end all. No. 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 I went through a mad phase of time, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. But now I was that, yeah, you were in that phase where you're like, oh, I need a boyfriend before this stage as well. But yeah. like, then you end up picking someone who's readily available to you at that time, who maybe isn't the right person. Yeah. And you all. don't want the same thing as you. Exactly. Yeah. Or who isn't like, even maybe that per- like, person might have been someone you would have went for anyway. But mm. it's just like, oh, he's there now. So it must right. be. It must be yeah, the right yeah. thing. So, but it's not. It's not. No. Yeah. And he wasn't, so... <laughs> it will come yeah. one day. Yeah, it will. Definitely. Yeah, don't, don't put pressure, pressure on yourself. No. Focus on your college, focus on your friends. A man will come into your life when you're ready. And maybe you're not ready now. Maybe that's what life is just telling you. Yeah. yeah. Do you think life always has a plan for you that you don't know about? See Chloe Kardashian saying, Tell God your plan. And he'll laugh. Which I only watched that last night. Uh, I don't know. I'd like to think so. Maybe. I, I, lit- flat, I literally think like. Like God is up there and he has like, he has this book. I don't know why he has a the book. The naughty list. <laughs> no, he has he has a book of your life from when you were born to when when you die. 
Mm-hmm. And like he has like everything set out for you. A big library of everyone's yeah, yeah, life. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just go through the list of names and find it. Yeah. Ow. I always think that and you I think... You get a pain in your chest. Angina. <sighs> I know you died. I think only old people can get angina. <coughs> Let me forget like a stabbing pain. That was really sore. Might be your heart. <sighs> Probably. It's wind. You didn't eat all day. Do you reckon? Definitely you need a can of Coke. Zero. Sugar. <laughs> that was really... Or maybe it was my boob. Anyway. Oh, God. I know you died. Mid podcast, that would be kind of cool. Um, <laughs> everything now is just for the plot, isn't for the it? Plot. We think everything that goes bad in life, we're like, mm, yeah, good story, yeah, true, yeah, it's for the plot. Fuck That's it. a good way to think, yeah. Um, yeah, I think just don't like your person might not come around until you're 29, oh, yeah, like she's saying 19 and you haven't found a person yet. Like, you'll f- and you'll meet people who you think are your persons on the way. Yeah. And they're not. I, every person I've been with, I've think, thought to my person. Oh, yeah, you think, oh, this is it now. I'm you set up for ev- life. You're like, wow, never met a man like this yeah. before. You've met about 70 other men yeah. like that. Like, they're not all special. Um, But you'll find your actual person in the end. Mm-hmm. And that's what's most important. Yes. Don't think about time. Think of, like, just... Think of what's going to be good to you. Yeah. yeah. Be, like, these are your years to be selfish. And be as selfish your, as you can be. Yeah, your teens, early 20s, your 20s, every year. Like You'll wish for these years back. You will. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you settle for a subpar man, which you will if you if you keep looking. Yeah. The next one we have then is, Hi birds, thanks so much for being my best friends. You honestly make my week so much better. Buzzing for Aww. the live show. You're so cute. Can't wait. So my dilemma is, I'm in this friend group that I've been in since school. I was up and down with them while we were in school, but we're more mature now, so there's not that much drama with them. But I do feel like I only see them when I, when drink is involved. Anyways, last year I went through a little bump in my life and my group of friends knew, and so did my boyfriend's girlfriends. I hope that makes sense. To cut it short, I felt as though my boyfriend's girlfriends were way more supportive and were always checking up to see how I was, but I didn't get the same vibe from my own friends. I've only known my boyfriend's girlfriends just under three years. But coming out the other side, I feel as though they have been there for me more than my own friends. Is it bad to make more of an effort for my boyfriend's girlfriends than my own than my own, and eventually just lose connection with my own friends as I don't feel like I'm on the same level as them anymore? I may have just learned that they are not actually my real ones. Please help birds. I've never had a, a, a group of girls, like a boyfriend's girlfriends kind of thing. Have you? Uh, I obviously not a group. There was never wow. That must be so much fun. (laughs) There was never a group of us. Was Megan was a boyfriend's girlfriend. Okay, and we're still friends, obviously. And I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met like one or two friends, but I never had. I see groups, and I'm like, wow, you're so hanging around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wonder if you someone's put in a position where they're not people that you'd... Yeah, like you didn't like them and you have to be friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you kind of do. Yeah. Have Whereas this, around, like, this is the opposite. Like, this oh. is not necessarily that they had to be friends with them, but she's realised maybe they're actually better friends than her yeah. own friends. I'm actually going out with boy, with girlfriends on Saturday. You having a girlfriend? Like, yeah, and, cool. and Stano and stuff and his friends. Oh, that's cute. But I've never met. I've only, I only know Jodie. I don't know the other ones. Uh, here? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Aw. That'd be nice. Yeah. But maybe, I think sometimes your friends, like, obviously that shit, find out that they weren't there for you. Mm. But, like, it doesn't mean you have to completely lose them. I think just knowing, 
I think everyone has categories in their head of friends for what re- like reasons. Yeah. And sometimes we put, put too much expectations on every single friend. Like some friends are going to be great for one thing, shit for another thing, mm. but they're still a friend. Yeah. I wouldn't call someone like a complete bad friend just because they can't, I don't know, do certain, do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's different kind of, different there's ways di- of them being there, a friend. Yeah, I think there's different expectations and maybe like some, fr- it probably does make some friends not as good as others, but like it doesn't mean you have to completely block them out for that reason, I mm. think. Is that bad advice? No. Like she doesn't have to necessarily lose her friends. Her 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 yeah, own. Yeah, but I wouldn't friends. worry about getting closer with the other girls. Think no, if, yeah. if that's if they're more their values and friendships are more aligned to yours, then don't worry about getting close to them. If, yeah. if your friends say something to be like, I just feel closer to these because they were here for me during yeah, certain yeah. time and stuff, and that's okay. But like I think You shouldn't that, feel bad about that. No, like, but I think like not completely don't like break up with your other friends mm. over it, I would say. Yeah. Because there's people that you can kind of love from in a different way. Yeah. And for different kind of reasons. Yeah. You're not yeah. Like, not every single one of your friends is gonna always going to be there. Like, say if you're friends, they're not always going to be that same amount of like checking in every day or like whatever else. Some people just aren't like that, don't do that. But like some are. Mm. But you can't judge them against each other either. But yeah. it's okay to want to be closer to ones that align more with your values. Yeah. Which may be the ones who are texting every day or whatever else. That's very so, good. Yeah. yeah. It's not that they're bad friends. It's just a different type just, of friend. Yes. Yes. Don't put. Don't expect someone to be like you all the time, I think, is a good yeah. thing to remember. like Because one person is doing it, don't expect, or one group is doing you can't it. Expect, yeah. You can't expect them all to do it. But Yeah, you can't expect, Even though but also you, nice. can, you can keep that, you're allowed to like deal with it how you want. If you yeah. don't like how they're being like that, you can distance yourself. Yeah, of course. But I just would remember that like friends aren't always the same level of friendship. Mm. You can have ones that are more, what's it called? Long, no, low investment friends. Is that, is that the word? Like low maintenance? Low ma- yeah, yeah, low, yeah. Is yeah, it? there's yeah. friends who are just friends for different reasons. Maybe they're the ones you go to when you need like a good laugh or like something else instead, but like not the ones you go for for like a, pro- a problem. Yeah. And that's okay, you don't need, to, not everyone needs to be the same type of friend. Yeah. Does that make sense? At least you have friends for different things then. Yeah. But just don't feel bad for if you Get want to closer to the other one. Yeah, because if that's yeah. more the friend that you want or more the friend that you value, then that's that's up to you. And like at the end of the day, we're all getting older. There's things you value more and that might be one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of realise what you want in a friendship later in life. Yeah, yeah, 100%. The next one is, Hi girls, I got to say, I love your pod. Me and my two daughters love Mondays and Wednesdays school run. Actually, Charlene, so my older girl got a picture with you long as You're both her idol. Her name's Ellie too. Oh my God, hi. Oh, I think I remember Why she was saying her mom and her listens to the podcast. Is this girl who was in the the ASOS dress? I don't think so. I yeah. know the one you're thinking of. Her name no. was Ellie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think so, no. Oh. Um, I've been in a relationship, not my girl's dad, for the past seven and a half years. We've gone through a really bad patch since he lost one of his parents about two years ago. He's changed completely. He's become hard to bear. He picks out flaws in me. He nitpicks at everything. If he texts me and I don't answer straight away, he'll text me hello multiple times. I'm doing really well in work. I was headhunter for my new job and he comes across jealous. Never happy for anything that's good in my life. In March this year, I flipped. I basically told him I cannot stick this behaviour anymore and I've pulled away. He begged me for a chance. I agreed. But honestly, I'm not 100% happy. A few weeks ago, back this girl, he had... A few weeks back, this girl added me on TikTok. I knew I knew her face, but couldn't understand where I popped her name into Facebook. And the first thing came up before I even clicked into her name was a picture of her and my partner has written underneath it, this is for my wank bank. Eh. That was five years ago. I brought up in conversation. He told me I was a freak creeping on Facebook that it was fucking five years ago. Get over it. 
girls That's actually the t- oh, it actually turns my stomach his whole everything gives me the creeps since I seen that he wrote that he gives me the ick <laughs> should I get rid I can't rest my I can't for the life of me understand why he'd feed someone else's ego when he has a beautiful woman. He says he can't live without me, which is guilty me into staying. I'm miserable. I'm only in my 30s. I can start again. Some advice, girls, will be great. Love you both. Get rid in oh, the bin. Oh, my in God. The in the fucking bin. In the absolute swanny. So he wrote that when they were, they were together. Yeah, like, they were two years in. Publicly writing on someone's picture. Scarlet from the age of him. And that that only makes me think of like if he's publicly doing that, what was he privately saying? What, yeah. Like something so vulgar, like. But that's that is such a narcissistic thing to do when you bring that up. He then flips it back and blames you. That's then when you know you're, you're fucking creeping yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. What? So it's what my fault. What you done? Yeah. No. Why did they that's do that? That's what they do. They blame you for finding out what they do. You done. you end up saying sorry for someone else's fucking. <laughs> I've said it before. I, like it's mental. Yeah. How do they? How do they do it? How do they their brains feel, work they make that way? They feel crazy. And, it and you're like, yeah, and you're like, oh, sorry for no, sorry for existing. <laughs> this is this is uh, run. You no, can, you but... are strong enough to get rid of him. I Absolutely, can, yeah, you definitely can. Yeah, like like you said, you know, you can start again. You're not thinking, oh God, <laughs> can I? Like you know that you know you're beautiful, like you said, and you've already like distanced yourself from him before and told him that it's your like it's his last chance or whatever, and you agreed. But like you were on the edge of leaving already so yeah. you can do it again. You have to ick. Once you get it, there's no going back. I don't know you'll ever look up and say no, me either. You like. can't. And as much as you try, it just won't work. No. You'll try and brainwash yourself into thinking like, okay, think everything's back. fine. Everything's yeah, fine. think back to before when I found this out or whatever, but it just doesn't work. No. It really doesn't. And as far as him feeding someone else's ego, you'll never... You'll never know why, but you'll also never understand why either, because you're not for somebody. Their, it's for their own. Either. Yeah, it's like you're right. not somebody who would do that, so it's hard for you to comprehend how yeah. they can. Uh-huh. So don't try and don't try and understand why he did that or or why he'd feed someone else's ego, because you're never going to. You probably never will. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's not something that is even worth stressing into or no. making yourself worry about. No, I think Ben. I definitely think Ben. This is for my wank bank. Ugh. That is nasty. Nasty, like. And, and like, turn it on you. That's near, It's nearly worse when they turn. It's like, you could have just said, oh, yeah, shit, sorry. And then yeah. it probably would have gave you a better outcome. Yeah, yeah. Not then that. Flip it on you. Not that you'd still, you'd stay with me, you'd break up with me anyway. But, like, maybe you have a bit of respect for him. But for <laughs> someone to turn it around, actually, you wouldn't have respect because that's a fucking disgusting <laughs> comment anyway. But, like, it makes it even worse for them to turn around and be like, Blame on you. Why do they do that? Is it deflection? Cause, is it because they know that then you'll end up feeling bad and forget about it? I think it's they don't take they, ownership for anything. They want you to feel kind of as low as they feel. Then mm. they want to deflect. It's all. It's always a game of like, yeah, I'm not taking responsibility for anything. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make you feel like you've done something bad as well. Yeah. If I'm going down, you're going down with me, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So if oh yeah, you caught me saying this comment, but you were fucking creeping. So you're as bad as me, which is obviously not yeah, true. true. Like, yeah. That's what I think. It yeah. Is. Trying to trying to make you be on their low level as well. Fuck me. I think get rid. You're never gonna like. You just won't look at them the same. No. And even though it's five years ago, don't like don't be like don't try. Cover it and be like, oh, it was five years ago. Like, I can forget about it. No. Because there's probably more where that came from as well. 
But you have to yick. Yeah, exactly. Once the yick is there, the yick stays. The yick's there, the, yick's there, the, par- the trust will be gone. That'll You'll make it easier paranoid. for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Say, thanks for that comment. You've made it so easy to fuck yeah. you in the bin, you bastard. To leave. See ya. You little shit. Yeah. No, bin him. Yeah, You'll he be seems fine. just toxic vibes. Mm. And even like, no. You'll be fine. No. You can do it. And I think she's strong enough to do it. Yeah, though. she seems it. She, yeah, she's ready. She just needed us to... Yeah, confirm it. To confirm. <laughs> and now, right now, you can say, Ellie attorney said yeah. to dump your ass. Bye. The last one we have for today then is, Hi, Charlene and Ellie. I just want to start by saying, I'm a big fan of you both and your podcast is the best ever. Aww. Thank you. I'm 27 and I've been with my boyfriend who's 28 for 11 years. We have a really strong, healthy relationship and he's never given me any reason to worry. He's the perfect man in every way. The problem we have is that I'm at a stage in life now where I want real commitment like marriage and children and he doesn't. Ever since we got together, he's made no secret of the fact that he doesn't believe in marriage and does not want children. Back then, we were so young, so it didn't matter to me. I guess I'd always thought he'd change his mind in the future, but he hasn't. This past summer has been a real eye-opener for me, seeing close friends getting engaged, married and even welcoming babies while I was coming to the realisation that my partner doesn't want any of this. I know marriage is not the be-all, but it's really important to me and it's something I've dreamed of forever. Children are also important for me because I crave that traditional family unit, but he doesn't and he's told me on several occasions that it's not going to happen. I know I have to accept this decision, but it means I lose out. I don't want to give up something so important to me. My question is, should I leave the relationship and hope I meet someone who will give me the things he won't or should I stay? The reason I'm so caught up in this is because he's really the perfect man and I fear if I do leave, I might never meet anyone like him again. Thanks, girls. Your input would mean the world to me. That's really hard. That's a toughie. That kind of makes you think because, you know, people uh, text in sometimes or write in and they say they met someone but he doesn't ever want to get married but it's like really early on. Yeah. So you and we're always that. like, ah, like it's, he'll change his yeah. mind with me. Like I'll be different and stuff. But like, maybe, maybe they don't. Yeah. Fuck, I never like thought of it. Thought, yeah, that it actually wouldn't change. I wonder why he doesn't want that. Like, is there a reasoning? Is there like... I think some people just don't see... But in both marriage and children, I wonder if they come to a compromise and... Just at least get engaged or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't go through with the wedding, but... <laughs> yeah. Or like like a small wedding. I don't know. I know some people don't believe in marriage, but... Yeah, just like a registry office kind of thing. Yeah. Would, at least would she be happy paper. with that, though? But like maybe he just doesn't even see the purpose in that. Like, yeah, if he doesn't believe in marriage, I don't get. I don't. Or, that's one thing I don't want. I just sit down with someone who like doesn't un, doesn't believe in marriage because I don't see that view at all. Like, I think atheist. I'm a very open. I'm very open. Like to. Yeah. I don't disagree with it, with people believing that, but me personally, I'm like I don't understand how someone could not. Yeah, I have people in my life who are together. Like. 40 years and they're not married really because yeah. they don't believe in it I don't know why I've never asked them but I just know that they're just I know it's just a piece of paper not married. for me I'm like oh I just don't get why they, like why you would not want it yeah, yeah even if it is just care. a registry it doesn't have to be big lavish anything just get married in Vegas <laughs> I think some people are just like well if we're already committed to each other what is a, a, a ring going to make a difference why am I spending all this money and stuff as well and like yeah, if I'm already committed to you there's because some people doesn't do, need something. Yeah, you yeah. Don't need some people get married and like they they don't even take their partner's second names or anything. Yeah, true. I'm not taking a man's second name. Not a hope. I can have him in third place. Double barrel. Like. Absolutely. I'm Ellie Kelly for the rest of my life. You're not taking that away from me. I don't. Wouldn't mind changing mine. No, my mom still has. She still has her maiden name oh, on yeah, a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. 
Have you changed my Instagram name or not? No. See, mine rhymes, so that's the only yeah, reason I don't want to change it. You need to meet a man that's Kelly, is that? Ellie, Kelly, Kelly? That'd be brilliant! <laughs> or something else that rhymes with Kelly. What did we see in Vegas? Welly or Jelly. something? I don't know what it was, yeah. Um, where do you even go with this one? Like, no, it's really a tough one. This is the most stumped I've been in a while. Like, should you have to bend your morals and what you want in life for someone because else? he doesn't, yeah. But then again, it's like, what you're saying, he's a perfect man and what if she doesn't meet someone like that again. If there's no other issues other than that, it's like, how does that make you, like... They're together 11 years. <sighs> yeah, like, if it's something you really want in life, are you supposed to not get what you want because you're putting someone else's yeah. thing first? Can he not come to some kind of... What would be a compromise in that I don't case? Oh yeah. Kids, I get I do understand you can't really compromise the kids because it's a big it's obviously a huge commitment. It's not something to take lightly. Mm. Can't just be like, ah, oh, come on, we have one, like it's not <laughs> that easy, like. But marriage I don't know. It's really hard. I don't know what to tell her to do. I think the marriage one I could get over easier. What do you mean? If like if I got with someone and they said I don't want to get married, I Yeah, could, same. I could yeah. get over easier, but it's yeah, it's easier to do though. Kids isn't as easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like a much bigger commitment for someone, which I understand if they don't want kids, that they don't, it's, there's no middle ground. There's oh, no, kids, yeah. It's like a kid or no kid. Yeah. Really. Um, I really don't know. But just sit, I'd sit them down and be like, this is really like upset me. Like, I know you said this from the get go, but I really didn't think You're 11 fair. years on you'd still <clears> feel like this. That was something that like, because with maturity, I'm sure a lot of people do change their minds. Yeah. Who said once they didn't want something like, and be like, look, is there, like, do you still feel really strong? Yeah, yeah, because I just don't feel happy or fulfilled. Because at the end of the day, relationship is about you both being happy, you both feeling fulfilled. And if you're not feeling happy, like. Why are you saying it? Yeah. You're, you're, you're happy because he's perfect, but he's not giving you the life you want. Yeah. Maybe it's not perfect for you, like. If you're always going to think, what if, what if I want kids? And there's, there's only one person stopping you from having kids. Obviously, you need a partner anyway. But, like, he's getting in the way of what you want in, a, mm. in that sense. I don't know what to say because I've never been in, like, a... I know. Obviously, really never been in a position like that. I think sitting him down and be like, look, I really... I'm happy with not doing either of them things. Mm. I know. To be like, I know it's something you've not wanted, but, like, it's something I've always really wanted... I feel really strongly about it and like I don't think maybe if you say I don't think I can continue on feeling happy in this if we don't come to some kind of compromise does it sound like you're threatening I don't yeah, sound like you're threatening like I'm going to leave and give me a kid yeah. I don't want to sound like you're going to force them to stay with you yeah like, it's hard like do you leave you're, like you have two choices do you leave 11 years because you're not getting marriage and kids do you stay and put up with not having marriage and kids because you believe he's the perfect man? But will you all will you end up resenting him? Will you always yeah. hold a little bit of resentment regretting as yeah, well, like, against him because that didn't happen? He's basically getting his way. Like you, could, everything <laughs> you and take this lightly. You could leave an eleven-year relationship, meet someone within a year who will give you what you want. Yeah, but. I, for me, like, kids are, 
I really love kids, and I like I've always wanted to be a mom. I like that's looking at them and holding. And giving no, that's my that's no. one of my like goals in life is to be a mom. Is it? Yeah, but um, never had that in my life. If I met them and didn't want kids, I don't. It'd be a no brainer. It would be a no brainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I probably would. I'd be the same. I'd be with them eleven years, and I'd be hoping they'd change their yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't. They'll like, change their mind one year. But I think if there's something like that, that's a huge like kids is such a big thing. Yeah, it's probably something she's wanted her whole life. Saying like that's not of course something you're gonna just get over and be like happy about then your happiness comes first I think yeah but I think have the talk to him first have, make yeah sure, talk to him first make sure it's something that he actually really doesn't want to do and then I think go from there I think ask people in your life as well so what you can trust yeah, not what you should do but just be like look what would you do in a sense if it was me it's, it's so hard to put yourself in the shoes because I'm not you're not in the shoes yeah it's so much easier to look like to Say what outside. you do, yeah, but oh, I think I think I'd leave. Mm. Yeah. Because of how much I want kids. Yeah. Live. Like if it's something you really think you definitely can't get over, you'll ho- end up over resentment towards them. You don't want to be 10, 20 years down the line regretting yeah, that you didn't leave. Yeah, because at a certain point you can't have kids anymore. Like. Yeah. So if you think it's going to end up like that, I think... Maybe say to him, listen, this is yeah. really a no-brainer for me. I can't see this continuing on if it's a definite no. Like, he's perfect in every other sense, but he's not in that. Like. Yeah. So. I think talk to him first. Yeah. And just let him know. In a serious way. I'm yeah. like, look, I really am it, feeling shit about this. It's getting to no a stage idea. now where I, I didn't think you'd still feel like this, but it's such a big value for me in my life that I need, mm. I want, like... It's okay to put your needs first and put he's your putting his needs first, first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that he doesn't want yeah. that. Yeah, so you're just meant to go along with that, like, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, a relationship is about compromise, mm-hmm. and you need to just, yeah, say it to him, exactly. But let us know, keep us updated, please do because it's really that's probably the hardest dilemma I've ever answered. Yeah, that was a toughie because you don't want to, te- yeah, tell someone the wrong advice. Leave him. Yeah, yeah no. Or stay think... and be unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think what? at the end of the day, just know that your happiness comes first. First. And, and like, always should. You will meet, if you left him, you would definitely meet someone who gives you something. We all you want. will. Yeah. We will. But, yeah. To have the chat with him first, I think, mm-hmm. a proper serious chat. So you can send your dilemmas into homeadrinkatgolabnow.com. We've answered even more dilemmas in our bonus episode, which is Home Drink Extra Juice. So listen back to those after this episode and listen now for a new one that's coming to you this Monday and every Monday. Then you can listen on the Go Loud app or wherever you get your podcasts. We take one topic based on the week's episode in a segment called Sip or Skip. And because the name of the podcast is How My Drink, we're holding our drinks, our Coca Cola Zero Sugar. And if we sip, it means we agree. If we skip, it means we disagree. So if you're listening and have a drink right now, you can sip or skip along as well. And we're sipping our Coca-Cola Zero Sugars, like I said. So because Joe Curry told us that his ick is curtains, which we're I'm so about, confused. We're going to do sip or skip to curtains in a house. Yeah, sipping. I'm skipping. What? Yeah. I don't you have, wouldn't have curtains I, in a I house? I actually can relate to his ick because I took my curtains down in my room when I was living at home still. Why? Uh, they were in the way because I wanted to put a shelf up. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, just put the blinds. Like, I have curtains in my house that we don't close. Just to have there, like... Just to have there. Yeah, but fuck that. In the sitting room downstairs, big huge long ones yeah, that yeah. have been there yeah. for years. No, and my apartment has got curtains, just blinds. No, I've, we've... Jack Kelly actually doesn't have curtains. 
We've cur- I don't have curtains in the makeup room. That's because I think I, think I was wiping They're a my... bit outdated or something, aren't no, they? No, I love. Really? Yeah, I can't wait to have my house and have and floor to ceiling curtains. With yeah, big, probably will in my own house. With a big tie back and all on them. Velvet. Yeah, and, and Swarovskis. <laughs> Diamonds. Oh my God, I can't wait. My house is going to be the tackiest yeah. house in the world. I'm so excited. But yeah, no, I'm sipping. I'm going to skip. Curtains, yeah. You no. need curtains. I don't think you need them. No, I feel like it's a room... blackout though. Without no, I feel like a room looks really undone. I feel like if you don't have curtains, you should get shutters. We have shutters in the kitchen and what in the... Shutter? Do you know that big thing that, my, that I have in the kitchen? No, those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Those things. Yeah. If you don't have curtains, get shutters. Yeah. If you don't have shutters and you just have a, a blackout blind. But that's It's me. just like an empty square in the wall then. There's nothing else. It's weird. Yeah, true. It looks odd. Mm. When I look in Jack's room, I'm like, your room looks unfinished. It looks odd. Yeah. Take up too much space, though. So. We have no space, does it? <laughs> <laughs> the curtains had to come off, yeah, the, wall. off the wall. They yeah. were taking up space. I think, uh, yeah, because I was like, when I took them off the time in my old house, I was like, oh, sure, I'd have a blind anyway. What's the need for curtains? Straight in the bin. Oh, jeez. I don't know where the rent for. I'm sipping. I'm skipping. That was this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. You thank you to Coca-Cola Zero Sugar for sponsoring the podcast. We're you trans Coca-Cola Zero Sugar and we are so excited to be working with a brand that we absolutely love. Make sure to pick up a can next time you are out and about. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar is available nationwide. Also, you can go back and listen to our bonus episode from Monday, which is called Home I Drink Extra Juice. So make sure to listen back to that now before a new bonus episode next Monday. Don't forget to like, rate and subscribe to the podcast. And we'll see you on Monday. Yeah, I'll get confused with the days. They are rolling. What day it is? My head. Okay, love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Hold my drink with Charlene and Ellie, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Coca Cola Zero Sugar. Best Coke ever? Take a taste.